Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasik. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and I am back for another edition of the weekly recap podcast, where I'll be giving a quick 20 to 30 minute recap of the week and also provide my individual takes on what's going on in the world of NBA Top Shot. Just want to start off by saying, if you guys have enjoyed the show and our content, please go ahead hit the like button, leave us a review in the Apple podcast store. That's something that we really would appreciate. Five-star reviews, again, if you are enjoying the show. All right, so just want to start off by quickly reminding everyone of our weekly schedule. So Mondays and Wednesday nights, we are live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays. We do the weekly tip-off show where we will bring on a special guest from across the industry to kick off the week. Wednesday is more of a strategy deep dive. We'll get into our challenge analysis and any of the other analysis that's going on behind the scenes here at OTM. And then on Friday, I come out with these weekly recap podcasts that you're listening to right now. We also have Box NBA weekly article that comes out on Tuesdays and then on Sundays, a refresh of the OTM player rankings, as well as our Ask Me Anything in the Discord, which is going to be yours truly this Sunday. All right, so this week we had... Our friend John Jackson, aka at John Boy Beats, on for the weekly tip off show. Talked through a number of different things, just kind of setting the stage for the week. And then we were very quickly taken on by a couple of pack drops. So on Monday, we had the Series 2 release 31 pack drop. There were 50,000 packs that were up for sale. I unfortunately myself was not able to get one. And then we had the pre-registration pack, which was announced, I guess, on Wednesday. So we had the pre-registration pack. Announcement came through. How this worked was that if you were able to register by the window, you now have until 8 p.m. tonight, which is Friday. I'm recording this Friday morning. So if you have not yet gone into the queue and, and, and scra- grabbed your pack, make sure that you go ahead and do so. I have done so myself. And hopefully that you know, this becomes something that we see more regularly in the future. We've always heard that the goal is for these base packs to be more readily available. And I think that things like this pre-registration make the process really simple where you don't have to wait around in line for whatever. You just pre-register then within a 24, 48 hour window can go in, grab your pack whenever is convenient for you. So some Fun news on that front. And then we also had some news coming out of the office hour. So we have three new sets that were announced that will be coming. We also have another set that we just found out about yesterday. We'll get to that in a moment. But we have a rare throwdown set that will be coming in May. This is something that John Boy actually kind of called on Monday, saying that it would be cool to see some of the the biggest moments, some of the specifically the best dunks of the year coming through into a set. So we will be getting that sometime in the next month. We are also going to have a legendary set for the playoffs, and the rookie legendary is still under consideration. And then also in the offseason, we are going to have a run-it-back set, and there was also a mention that WNBA moments will be coming eventually. Not this season, but eventually. We're still waiting on the Series 1 distribution plan for the unreleased moments. That should be coming out hopefully within the next 12 to 24 hours here. And then we just had some further confirmation on the hard court game that different moment tiers will have different effects, different powers within the game. So 
we've already seen some utility of owning rare and legendary moments coming into play when it comes to pack drop requirements. And it seems like this is also something that is going to be beneficial in the hardcore game. Now, in terms of another new set that, that we saw coming, the new set Hustle and Show has been minted. So it is a, a common set. Uh, they had hinted that there was going to be a new special common set to follow the Cool Cats. To me, th this is exactly what that would be. So looking for those to be coming in the near future. All righty. So on Wednesday's show, we then did a deep dive into the challenges. So we had the MGLE 24 and the Cool Cats 5 challenge come to a close on Thursday. We ended with 6,567 completions for the Cool Cats, as well as 329 for the Metallic Golds. Those Fred Van Vliet and Luka Doncic's have been minted. So here on our Twitter, you can see the final completions. And you can also see that that as, as, as expected, things uh, did not pan out super great after the challenge. So as we are typically seeing at this point, you know, the massive drop off that happens as soon as the challenge ends, as people are getting rid of their moments. TJ McConnell was up around hundred bucks and, and is now back down to $9. So I'm actually going to, to dive a little bit more into the cool cat challenge as a part of my TJ's takeaways segment. So that will be coming shortly later on in the show. Um, you know, what? another interesting piece of analysis from Wednesday's show, if I can find it on our Twitter was here it is. So we discussed this on Wednesday. This was something that Justin had been looking into regarding the Top Shot debut badge, right? And the kind of underlying theory and thought process is that right now and historically to date, the Top Shot debut badge has not seemed that special. It has not seemed that unique, right? And you can see that right now, 70% of the Series 1 moments have the Top Shot debut badge, 33% have it in Series 2, and we're projecting around 17% in Series 3. And the idea is that these badges are only going to become more and more rare over time, right? Because think about it. In Series 1, that was the first time any of these moments were being minted. So any new player that got a moment on Top Shot during Series 1 would have a moment with that S1 or with that Top Shot debut badge. Now, once you have that badge, it doesn't matter if, you know, Kevin Durant gets 50 more moments. None of them are going to have the debut badge. And so in the future, the debut badges should be heavily skewed towards new rookies coming into the league and skewed towards players who are getting their, their first moment. And chances are it's not that high level of a player, right? We do have some exceptions like the Clay Thompson, where we're still waiting for Clay Thompson's first moment on top shot. So one-off situations like that, sure, can definitely be some elite-level players that do come in with the Top Shot badge. But generally speaking, the thought process is that these are undervalued in the current marketplace and that when we look one year, two year, five years from now, those badges are just going to be more and more scarce and is going to, to continue to increase their value. So there's a ton of, of, of great discussion in the replies to this tweet, a lot of good back and forth across the industry discussion about what kind of assumptions we are making when we do an analysis like this. So overall thought that that was a worthwhile take. And if you did not 
check out Wednesday's show. Definitely worth getting Justin's deeper dive thoughts. All right, let's move on to TJ's top three takeaways of the week. And I teased it a few seconds ago, but my take is with regards to the challenges. Again, as I discussed last week, I believe that there continues to be an opportunity in the challenges. And it doesn't necessarily mean that completing the challenges, I actually think completing the challenges right now is in a bit of a sticky situation, especially for these cheaper challenges. I mean, we see it right here with the Cool Cats 5, but that doesn't mean that we can't take advantage of some of the opportunities within the challenge and, and within specific players within the challenge. So I'm actually going to walk through what I did with the Cool Cats 5 challenge. And spoiler alert, I, I made a mistake in doing so. It, it was still a profitable move overall, but I did make a mistake in doing so. And so I think that's worth highlighting and I can share what I learned through this process. So I'm going to go ahead, you know, th this is a, a TJ level spreadsheet, right? So sorry, I'm no Herzig bot, but I do have a couple of numbers here just in terms of talking through how I handled the Cool Cats 5. So to set the stage, when Cool Cats 5 was announced, there were five common moments that you needed to collect. Two of those moments, TJ McConnell and Jamichael Green, were out of 15,000 compared to the others, which were out of the 35,000. What we've seen is that whenever we get that kind of situation, those two that are fewer in the circulating count become the bottlenecks of the challenge and end up being the ones that really rocket through the roof. So I was fortunate enough, as you can kind of see here, that I just happened to already have a McConnell that I had bought for a dollar a long time ago. I had a Jermichael Green that I pulled from a pack. So super fortunate there, obviously. And then I had a Dort for $6 that I don't know. I guess I had just bought at one point. And so my thought process right away was, okay, I might as well complete the challenge because I already have the two bottlenecks and I might as well just get the two more because I want the Fred Van Vliet because I know that I'm going for the Luca Cool Cats Master. So what did I do? I went ahead and on the first day of the challenge, I bought the Joe Ingles and the Duncan Robinson for $34 and $37. And as you can see, that ended up being a mistake. I ended up selling them later on. So, okay, there it is. Day one of the challenge, I complete the challenge with the intention again of getting the Fred Van Vliet so that I can pursue the Cool Cats Master. However, as these prices just got so outrageous, as TJ McConnell goes up to literally $100, I was like, you know what? I don't think that this is worth it. I think that I'm better off selling my McConnell, selling my Jermichael Green, taking that profit, and then buying Fred Van Vliet on the marketplace after the fact. And so that is exactly what I did. And you can see here, I was able to sell on the last day of the challenge, my McConnell for 100, my Jermichael Green for 98, my Dort for seven, Ingles for 14, Duncan Robinson for 18, for a total sale price of $237. Obviously, I, I did not factor in the, the percentage of the 5% fees or whatever. So a little bit less than that when it comes down to it. But the theory still applies, right? Is that I was able to make that sale for $237. The current low ask of the Cool Cats went from $237 to $32. The last I was looking last night, I know this has been fluctuating, but Fred Van Vliet was sitting at $134. So the, the, basically, the bottom line is that the value of the would-be challenge completion, if I had just held on to everyone and held on to my Fred Van Vliet, would be $166. Instead, 
I was able to, to make the sale for $237, which gave me that profit of 71, but I am likely to, to go ahead and purchase my Fred Van Vliet so that I can still complete the master challenge. And spoiler alert, me attempting to purchase these Van Vliet's as part of my TJ's Tilt segment that is coming up later in the show. Anyways, hopefully that was helpful, but just going to show that I think you need to be flexible with the challenges. And just because you start a challenge with the intention to complete it and you actually do complete it, doesn't mean that you have to continue holding onto that bag after the fact. TJ's takeaway number two is going to be about just the general overall trend of the market. And for the first time in what feels like forever, my account valuation has been trending in the right direction. So shout out to me on that, making some money in top shots and making so just by holding the bags that we have. So we can take a look here at the sets page on otmnft.com and we see some sets, you know, five, 6% positive momentum over the last 24 hours. We look at the seven days, we've got Sets like the Seeing Stars up 20%. We actually had a conversation about this on Wednesday as well. I think another takeaway that I have as a part of this is that there's so much speculation that goes out here and so many rumors. And the bottom line is whether or not the speculations or the rumors have validity to them, it doesn't really matter because the, the swirl of them has validity to it and is in fact moving markets. So I think that, you know, I'm not one that gets too deep into these theories and into these speculations. However, I'm starting to see more value in at least keeping up with it, because if you can stay ahead of the curve and, you know, be aware that people are going to hear about certain speculations about certain sets or certain moments, and people are going to want to buy them as a result of that speculation, you can kind of, you know, stay ahead of the game and, and trade on that type of news. But yeah, just wanted to highlight overall trend in the marketplace. And I think that hopefully, 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 we are going to continue to see this upward momentum. And that brings me to TJ's takeaway number three. And it's just about the community. Like it really is. And here's, here's a couple of things, right? So first, Justin and I spent this week doing a little bit of of guest appearances on a couple other shows. So I was on with Mike Zakarian of the Top Shot Takes show on Tuesday. Justin joined the NBA Top Shot Cave in Clubhouse. He also joined the Top Shot Tuesday happy hour in the Top Shot Discord in the voice chat. We then also, last night, the Plunge Father ran a, a massively long giveaway stream where he had a ton of different guests on from across the industry. So Justin and I hopped on with him and was just a ton of fun, bunch of people in the chat, super, super active. And I just, I just want to say shout out to the community. And you know what? The showcase challenge thing has really come around on me, right? Because we put out this tweet yesterday calling all showcases. If you haven't made a showcase yet, you'd still need your 20 likes, yada, yada, yada. Throw your link into the, the, the comments here. And we're, I've been going ahead and just liking all of these like a madman. And I don't know, everything like, thanks for doing this. Like, you know, highly appreciated. Everyone is just so happy in this community. Everyone has positive vibes. And you know what? I, I think that the showcase challenge is actually pretty awesome because I think it's really, it, it, 
early on, it seemed like, oh, people just, you know, trying to be annoying about it. But no, you know what? People are just generally want to share what they have in their showcase. They want to get that interaction with the community. And that is why segment that I'm going to do now is all about the showcases. So first, I'm going to tout my showcase. And I have zero likes right now. I have not marketed this at all, but I have zero likes. You're going to want to go ahead. I'll put the link in the show notes, but please get at least get me to my 20 likes. I've been out there liking like crazy. People could go ahead and do that. I would certainly appreciate it. And I just called this TJ's most fire moments. And to me, these are these are the moments I have that that I just have a little bit of an attachment to. Obviously, the LeBron James Kobe tribute dunk. I mean, that's my most valuable moment. That's my favorite moment that I own. That's the number one on my list. Vince Carter. I really like this moment. His only moment on the site right before the COVID shutdown. I think it's a really cool moment. Don't think Vince Carter is likely to have too many more moments in the future unless we get some run it backs from him. So I think that that's one that I'm very bullish on long-term plan of holding. I think everyone knows my affinity for Joel Embiid at this point. Obviously a Philly guy. Uh, Joel just has had a monster year uh, in MVP contention against our good friend Nikola Jokic, who comes in at number four here. I think everyone knows at this point that we are big Jokic fans here at OTM. The Luka Cool Cat, man. Like the Luka Cool Cat just... It speaks to me, right? There's there's been a lot of drama with the Luca Cool Cat. It's been a lot. It's been a wild roller coaster ride. But I but I like the Luca Cool Cat. I like Luca, and Luca is one cool cat. So I wanted to have that in my showcase because I like it. The Tyrese Halliburton Rising Stars double badge moment. I love this one. Plus, it's a certified baller, and you had to include some of the certified ballers to be eligible. So I put that in here. Zion Williamson block. Another one of my favorite moments. Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. I've got like 50 base moment Jimmy Butlers, but I wanted to throw his MGLE one into my showcase. Paul George, another one of my certified ballers. He's balling out for sure. And then, I mean, I got to give the man Harrison Barnes some love. Harrison Barnes, super active on top shot. Just bought his own number one from our good friend Dingaling. So shout out to Harrison. Shout out to Dingaling. And uh, hey, maybe one day Harrison Barnes will join our podcast. It's a possibility. It's something that we are aiming for once he's done, you know, playing basketball this season because that's kind of taking up his time right now. But I think that maybe in the offseason, we might get a little Harrison Barnes action on the Own the Moment podcast. So that's my showcase. You guys can go check it out. Please hit it with a like. I would really appreciate it. And then I just wanted to to shout out to a couple of the showcases I saw quickly here in the comments. So here we have... Any given moment, nothing but game winners. Loved these moments. A bunch of people that are, are dropping down some buzzer-beating shots. We have JMO underscore balling on a budget. I appreciated this one. You know, not everyone has hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But that doesn't mean you can't be collecting. That doesn't mean you can't be creating a showcase. Come on. JMO needs one more like. Somebody better go ahead and give our good friend here. That is balling on a budget. Alike, so that they can have that twenty dollars to to boost their bankroll a bit. Then we have the Dapper Dandies by JBC, and I like this one too because it's got a lot of badges. We've got triple rookie badges, we've got double rookie badges, we've got them all here. All of the top rookies, we've got Edwards, Wiseman, PJ Washington, 
Shout out to Mike Zakarian and the NBA Top Shot Takes crew. We know how he feels about P.J. Washington. But thought that this one was cool, and rookies has always been something that I am super bullish on. Now we have the Buzzer Beaters plus Big Ballers by a Bennington Tumor. I don't know. This is Andrew Mackins' one. So shout out to Andrew over at Underdog. Had to give his showcase some love here. I mean, he's got Taco Fall in there. Come on, people. What more could we possibly ask for? We're going to go two more here. We had the over 30 debut club by Robotori. I had to do this one just because the old man strategy that Justin has touted here at OTM being put to life within a showcase. And then the final one, birth year serial numbers by LBJ1. I thought that was a cool one. Really creative way to go about building a showcase where you're collecting serial numbers where that player was born or in the year that that player was born. So I thought that that was pretty cool. Okay, guys, it is time for our favorite segment, TJ's Tilt of the Week. So what is tilting me this week, guys? I think we all know because on Wednesday, we like to play a little game called Beat the Bots. And this game is where at OTM, rather than having to gift away moments, we go ahead, we open a pack. Since we can't gift it right away, we put it up on the marketplace for $1, one single dollar. We let everyone know in the chat who the moment is going to be so they can prepare, hammer that F5 button, and see if we can purchase the $1 moment before the bots. And A, I created a new little bot jingle. For those of you that did not see it, I was just spitting some fire, fire lyrics. I'm thinking about quitting podcasting and becoming a professional full-time rapper. It's in the pipeline. It's potential. It was a lot of fun to do that. Justin and I were cracking up. But the bot beat us this week. The bot beat us this week, and that... That's tilting for me. We were four and two. We now slide back to four and three. So we still have a winning record against the bots. I still feel confident and comfortable in our strategy going forward. But the bots did get the best of us this week. And then even more so, as I said with my Cool Cats strategy, my plan was to buy a Fred Van Vliet. And I fell into the classic trap where I kept trying to buy the lowest ask Fred Van Vliet. And I must have failed out on 10 transactions and i'm assuming that those were also the bots and so oh the bots really are just getting the best of otm this week you do hate to see it but we will come back strong next week the bots cannot win long term no we can't let that happen let's do a little bit so that was my tilt segment i did well Really just came over me there. Got a little bit emotional, the bots. Whew. Okay. Our weekly pick em. I want to do a quick update. I took Joel Embiid. Justin took Paul George. Real producer Coop took Steph Curry. And John Jackson took Anthony Davis. And I do have a quick update here. Good news is we're all positive. Everyone has a positive change so far. The bad news is Justin is winning again with Paul George. 26% change for Paul George. 16% for Joel Embiid. Shout out to me in second place. 15% for Steph Curry and 6% in Anthony Davis. So this is the current status update that we are working with. We will close that out on Monday using the 24-hour percentage change over on otmnft.com. We'll also be checking out 
any of the picks that our users had in the YouTube comments of that video. And bringing up some of the, the best gainers on our show. Okay, everyone, that is going to do it for this week of the Recap Podcast. Next week at Own the Moment. Well, first, actually, I will be in the Mission Control Center, a.k.a. the OTM Discord, this Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, doing an Ask Me Anything. So if you want to ask me any questions about Top Shot, about Own the Moment, about my secret wrapping skills, about what we have going on with the OTMNFT.com website, feel free to fire them at me in the Discord. Maybe I'll answer some on this next podcast next week as well. Mike Zakarian will then be joining us Monday night for the weekly tip-off show. As I said, I was on with Mike this week. It was a great time, and we are excited to have him pay us back with a favor by coming on our show. We'll then continue with the standard weekly schedule. We'll be back Wednesday night with a strategy show, yada, yada, yada. You guys know the deal by now. I don't need to speak to it too, too much. So thanks, everyone, for another episode here of the recap podcast on behalf of Justin on behalf of producer coop behind the scenes. I am TJ LASIK and we will see you guys next time.